0: Hello, and welcome to an intro to Anthro with Two Humans. I'm human number one, John McRae. And I'm human number two, John Lear. And this is the podcast where we reassess what it means to be human. And the title of today's episode is, Will You Still Love Me When I'm 164? Or is longer necessarily better?
1: Mm. (laughs) I've been waiting for this one to come down the pike. Uh, Really? Yeah. I Because it's very interesting what's happening with aging. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, uh, So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at – I also want to apologize to our audience. I noticed on the last two podcasts I wore the exact same shirt. And I'm, <laughs> no. I'm really sorry about that.
0: People think we're doing it like a game show, you know, like we just <laughs> knock these out.
1: No, it's even sadder than that. I just haven't changed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you haven't done laundry. We
1: changed
0: in two weeks.
1: Right. Anyway, good just, to see you. I'm 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 uh, feeling better. I've gotten past this summer cold. It's still in my throat, but uh, yeah, you sound a lot I'm, better. Oh, I feel better. I
0: feel better. You still uh, tooting up with the uh, nose spray, or is that uh,
1: no? I'm trying to wean myself off it because I've gotten <laughs> addicted. Uh, but so far, so good.
0: Yeah. Both nostrils. You use it in both nostrils. Oh or just god, one nostril? yeah.
1: What's the point?
0: Yeah. To they should make one that has and, yeah, tape them together.
1: Yeah. Well, they do that with the Narcan, the stuff that you give people when they OD on opiates. Oh, really? It's a two nostril spray, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I agree. I think for congestion, they should have that as well. Yeah. What an amazing species we are. I know. I really you know, a lot of people that. get upset when you hit them with the Narcan. Really? You know, was, yeah. They, because it blows the high immediately. Apparently, wow. you you do the Narcan and it, it, it erases the high. So a lot of people come out of it going, "What the? Fuck yeah, why? why like, well, I, Why'd you save me? Why'd you Yeah. I was fine. I don't know. You had, you
0: were having a seizure. You just
1: let me handle this.
0: Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Uh so John, just to uh give you a little background like we always do on our topics. Yes. Um a few weeks ago, my wife Mary gave me an article from the New Yorker mm-hmm. from May 2021. And the article was a review of the book, Extra Life, A Short History of Living Longer by Stephen Johnson. Mm. And in the review, Brooke Jarvis, uh, who's the reviewer for, yeah, I guess she reviews books for for the New Yorker. Mm -hmm. uh, She talked not only about Johnson's book, uh, which outlines the major advances in medicine and public services that have led to humans living longer. But she also then gets into euthanasia and the right to die movement. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, yes. You can't talk you, with one. You, you got you got to yeah. you talk
1: the yin. You got to yeah. have the yang. The yin and yeah. the yang.
0: But I'll tell you. I mean, uh, you know, I'm a little bit older than Mary. Not a lot older than Mary. But, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, You're older yeah. than Mary. Yeah, like three I don't know, years. I always
1: think of you as the same person. So you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit years? older.
0: Oh, three years. Well. Three years. Three. Old. Wow. Look yeah. At you
1: robbing the cradle.
0: <laughs> but I'm telling you, <laughs> there's nothing like having your wife uh, give you an article about getting older and being put to sleep. Yes. <laughs> then you're right back on the treadmill. Like I'm right. immediately like working out and everything.
1: Well, I don't know if I'm in your living will, but I highly recommend you put me in there. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, because yeah. I'll 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 pull the plug. I won't even really sign. I'll be like, do it. Like, well, give them a minute. No, do it. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to let you, you know, have any chance of you like having to deal with any of that. I'll pull the plug right away. I'll pull the plug before they ask me.
0: I'm just in here for a sunburn. What are you doing? (laughs) Pull it. Pull it. Pull Pull it. it. Uh, And then shortly after that, uh, I saw an article in BBC News and NBC News. Mm -hmm. And this. This story was pretty big back in May of 2023. Okay. And it's about a guy in California, in Los Angeles. Of course. Uh, who is spending $2 million a year to try to reverse his biological aging.
1: Yes, I've <laughs> caught wind of this uh, gentleman. Have you? Yeah. Yes, I have. Uh, why, his name- why keep an entire village alive for a year? Yeah. When you can spend that money on giving yourself an extra two weeks <laughs> yeah. of life, yeah, you know, it makes total sense to me, yeah,
0: yeah, fascinating story. Uh, his name's Brian Johnson, mm-hmm. which actually, another John, we got a lot of Johnsons in yes, this, yes, we do. This episode, it's like, uh, what was it, um, Blazing Saddles? Didn't they have all yeah. the Johnsons? Like, eh, yeah, Johnson, Johnson. Howard Johnson. Johnson. Van Johnson, I agree with Van Johnson. Not a not uh, a
1: show that does, not a movie that ages well. No. Uh, no, no. but oh. at the time mm-hmm. it was the thing. Yeah. It, weird about history, isn't it? Yeah. I like how you brought
0: oh. it in. It's aging. Like the film. It yes. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't age. Thank you. That was intentional, of course. Yeah, I thought you did. I mean <laughs> so sly. So sly. <laughs> uh but Brian Johnson, he's forty-five years old. Okay. He's A tech guy and Mm -hmm. a couple years ago he sold his company to Venmo for eight eight hundred million dollars. Who hasn't done that?
1: (laughs) Eight hundred million. Yeah. What is wrong with everybody?
0: I don't you know, Venmo's in the market when this podcast
1: (laughs) That's right. Hey, if they advertise and we love them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh but anyway, but he has the money. You know what I mean? It's not like he's taking out loans or maxing out his credit cards to to get the two million to try to. But like I HR.
1: said, there's better ways to spend your money than on giving <laughs> yourself an extra fortnight of living. Yeah. I I'm just gonna say that. And 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 also at 45, he's worried about living longer? At 45, yeah. he should be yeah. living, not worried about <laughs> living longer. Yeah. Get out there and this guy is not living. I, this, yeah. I run into this a lot and uh, yeah. I men our age. Uh, we're in our fifties, our mid fifties. Yeah. I have men our age come up to me. We'll be having a drink or something. And and they'll say, you know, I wish I had, you know, lived, you know, sowed my oats a little more when I was younger, yeah. done yeah. this or that when I was younger. And I yeah. was like, what the hell were you doing? I did. Yeah. I had <laughs> sex with everything. <laughs> I tried yeah. everything. Yeah, I have no I did that. That's when you do it. Not now. You can't wear a chain strapped to your wallet and get tattoos at 55. (laughs) It's too late, buddy. What were you doing back when you were supposed to be doing? So my advice to Mr. Johnson is stop spending money on living longer and just live right now. Think
0: of that. How much fun you could have with two million dollars. And you're like fun kitty. You know what I mean? Give it to us. We'll shoot
1: a film yeah. or something.
0: Uh, but anyway, for in order to, like, what he's doing, in order to reverse aging, mm-hmm. he employs a team of 30 doctors and scientists oh, to monitor right. him. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, so,
1: by, by no means should they be helping other people stay alive. Right. They should, he should, yeah. Well, he's well, creating he sold jobs. The company to Venmo. Well, you know, well, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, and they prescribe certain treatments and diets uh, to help him slow down aging. And then every day he calls himself the world's most measured man, oh, meaning boy. that uh, every day the doctors will give him some. And then they'll check to see how it's how he's responding to it, how his My biological God. aging is. Responding. So he,
1: he's spending his whole life. It's like a full time job. Right. Keep, he's wasting his life, elongating his life.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. such a trip. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the God. trade-off, I guess. Everything, <laughs> yeah. You're,
1: everything has a you get you yeah. pay the piper in some way.
0: Yeah, you, you'll live forever, but it's it's not going to be enjoyable. Yeah, uh, he's on a strict vegan diet. Okay, I don't mind and that. And every day he must take fifty-two pills in the morning. Oh, <laughs> in the morning! <laughs> in the morning, yeah.
1: God, yeah. how many pills can you take at once? At See, once? I to, yeah, I used to abuse pharmaceuticals, so I'm pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I could take, I bet I could take, I'm going to say I could do 15
0: pills. Really? In one, I bet I could. What kind of pills? Like a Any, gel tab me, or
1: yeah, baby aspirin?
0: Come on, baby aspirin. No,
1: no, you give me the real <laughs> stuff. I mean, I prefer, <laughs> I prefer gel caps, but whatever, you give them to
0: me. You ever crush them, up, crush them up, or is that what you're talking about? Just well, take a no, handful and shove it in their no, mouth. No, like do Kool-Aid. that
1: too. <laughs> Jesus, crush
0: them up and snort them. Uh, what's what? How? What's the most pills you've ever taken in one one go? Around? I don't know.
1: I've done. I mean, I I don't know. I've done a lot. Yeah. I've done. A, I've, do, I've done. You know, like a, a. I've been a six, maybe. I'm gonna six? say six. At six once. pills. And, ooh. I could go down and get some vitamins and see how many I can do. <laughs> yeah, maybe once.
0: We'll do that. We'll put that on the YouTube. Okay. We'll challenge each other. I Maybe don't know. that'll I'll be for either. like when we,
1: yeah, yeah. We'll do that when we, when we get like our, uh, our, our Patreon page. Yeah. Yeah. You become a member and you can see how many vitamins I can take.
0: It'll be like a, a Nathan's hot dog eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just see if we have a bunch of people competing to see how many uh, pills we can swallow at once. <laughs> that's
1: fantastic. Ooh, that's a great that's a, idea.
0: Yeah, that end well. That will end well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brian Johnson, he also, he has a really intense workout. And all of these uh, articles and all of the stories on him back in May, they always had video to show him working out. And he's really, really working out hard, like all day long. And <sighs> it's just, so, to, it, does it yeah. dawn on him
1: that he's working? He's wasting his life trying to gain life. Like, does that, I wonder if that ever occurs to him. Or is I'm, he just, is this an experiment? Is he, does he think this is for the greater good to show, to help mankind kind of? Like it's a that's hobby? That's what
0: he says. He's I saying see. he's trying to see, to push himself for people, for I humanity. See. But it's he's like, doing come it, He's on,
1: doing man. it for us. He's doing it yeah. for us.
0: Thanks, yeah. Brian. Uh, the other thing, just to show you at like to what extremes he goes to, uh, he also uses a machine to strengthen his pelvic floor. What? So that he doesn't have to get up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom so much, what? <laughs> because Why? because so
1: he can get more sleep.
0: Right, because a better sleep. He wants a better sleep because pelvic better sleep floor. is supposed to protect your brain from like Alzheimer's and stuff. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm
1: definitely getting Alzheimer's because I <laughs> do all the time. But
0: what what is a pelvic floor? I'm not even sure what that is.
1: Is that like a muscle?
0: Yeah, it looks like it's down around the taint. I think oh, it's next I know next it door I'm to the taint. It,
1: I'm making it yeah. do something right now. <laughs> I'm working on, hey Brian, I'm working on my pelvic floor too. Are you, your kegels? Or are you doing yeah, your cagles? Every podcast. Yeah. Every podcast. It's for everybody else too. I'm I'm like Brian. I'm trying to help humanity by yeah. doing my by tightening my taint. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're gonna be like just ripped. A six pack down there.
1: <laughs> Tighten your taint for yeah. humankind.
0: Uh and he's he says he also he gets a lot of hate mail. No. <laughs> Look at me, words. I've turned on him. Yeah. I don't even know him, and I'm, I'm I know, I know. It's he, it's he, easy to hate. Right. And he says that he loves getting hit hate mail because it motivates him, I guess. Mm. He just says he loves getting hate mail. And I don't know if it's because He's a guy trying to live longer, or he's a rich guy spending two million dollars a year trying to. Trying That's to live the thing longer. for me is like just yeah. the 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 waste mm. the money. It's like uh,
1: it's like you know, it's just yeah. I'd rather see that money, but whatever, yeah. It's his money. To each you his know, own. It, he yeah. can do whatever he wants, and like you said, it does end up back in the economy somehow. Right. All those doctors are buying uh, <laughs> In and Out Burgers on their way home. It all trickles down paying for parking in venice that's, probably, that's <laughs> probably he lives in venice by the way i forget well he's dying quick then yeah because uh everybody in venice is stoned everybody yeah. every single person in venice you wouldn't recognize you used to live in venice
0: we're, you and i and both lived in, in venice, venice. And, yeah, yeah. We were roomies
1: and then you for yeah. fires you lived a long time in venice you were, i love you, venice when was the last time you were there because it's changed
0: Boy, like it 50, 15 years ago, probably
1: everybody is stoned. Everybody. Really?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's
1: like, it's unreal. It's incredible. And so he's, he's probably, it's so funny. This is like people who are really health conscious, like, you know, eat right and everything. And, but they're yeah. living in an LA where there's the particle. They, I read an article about just the particles <clears throat> from rubber yeah. tires that we're all inhaling is giving us all cancer. Really? So here he is tightening his taint in order to live longer while he's inhaling pieces of rubber.
0: I you know, when uh when you and I lived in Venice, I, mm-hmm. I there's no way I would have spent two, $2 million dollars a year. Because <laughs> You'd get younger and then you'd like get mugged and shot on your way down to the uh to the liquor store on Abbott Kenny. I just so remember true. like you would have to get ready. Like, I'm going to the liquor store five minutes away. I'm going, now, I'm going to start running now before I even get <laughs> out of my yard, my courtyard. <laughs> Excuse me. But uh, in one of the interviews, uh, Brian Johnson says something that was interesting to me. And that was, he says, quote, if we slowed the speed of aging and even reversed it, it would change everything about being human. Unquote. Hmm. And what's interesting to me is, like, when we started this podcast um, mm-hmm. thirty years ago, <laughs> I was I was like, however long it's been, <laughs> really, I was about to say thirty
1: years ago. Yeah,
0: we're in there, baby, we're in sync. <laughs> uh, but when we started it, remember, we started with kind of asking each other what we thought it meant to be a human. Yeah, and when we did that, I, decay, aging, death. None of that came up when we were right. describing what meant what it meant to be human for us. True. I guess is what's Yeah. Um so today I thought maybe we could just talk about aging in general and also for a couple different reasons. Um first of all, McRae men don't live that long. <laughs> neither do <laughs> neither do Lears. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We go down early.
0: Yeah. And how old was your dad when he passed away?
1: Seventy four. Four?
0: Is that right? Oh, that
1: was five? Yeah, I think so. He seemed a lot younger. He seemed a lot younger, I think. 74, 73, 70s. Jesus.
0: Yeah. It's crazy
1: that I don't know that. I also don't know the day he died. I know his birthday, but I've never. Do you know the day your dad died? No, because they
0: they didn't know when he died. I just remember it was late July. Um, Yeah. But you know, when my dad died, I, I was 21, and my dad. He was fifty-eight and I remember thinking like, Oh, it's sad, dad died. But he's lived a nice long life. <laughs> <laughs> now now I'm fifty-seven. I'm like, holy crap, I I feel like I haven't even started yet.
1: Yeah. You know, and and it, we've got a lot of podcasts to record. Don't you go down on me now. <laughs> I know, Maybe you I get know. up there with Brian and get to work in your, you know. <laughs> we got to put you in an iron lung or, you know, and start getting you. I don't know. Every, whenever don't you're know. not recording the
0: podcast, you should be in an iron lung. Just an iron lung from the waist <laughs> down. Just something something working on my pelvic. I, I, yeah. I, I conceptualize, like strengthen the pelvic pelvic floor. I'm going to call you, you up in the middle of the night and be like, are you doing your Kegels? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but needless to say, you know, John, I'm not aging well emotionally i don't think mm. i'm, I'm really? taking it very hard i'm taking it very hard i think you're doing well what do you mean i i just i again uh i feel like i did everything yeah. when i was younger like I, yeah, there's you nothing did. i regret i didn't do i was there i saw you yeah. do a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> i wish you hadn't i wish you hadn't <laughs> uh the other thing in Stephen Johnson's book on living longer, he discusses how the life average life expectancy at birth uh, in the, in Western Europe, and the United States has more than doubled since 1900. Wow. Yeah.
1: And wow.
0: Well, yeah. And while certainly, you know, people have had more time, To experience being human, I I just, I myself wonder if having all of that extra time, like, say, for example, if we were to live to 160, yeah, would that really change what it means to be a human? Yeah. You know.
1: Or uh, maybe it lessens
0: what it means to be a human. Right. Right. We have so much time to sit around. Burning (laughs) fast, burning
1: bright versus... Yeah, stretching that baby out. Just kind of lingering there. like a, I mean, it's easy for me to say, God, I don't want to live forever. You know, and yeah. that's where we're headed. They're going to put chips in our head and then ultimately figure yeah. out a way to digitize us and then we live forever. Yeah. You know, and then they just I wonder, put, cut will, our heads off and put us on robots.
0: <laughs> will that be you, though? I mean, it's like, we're a hologram. No. You know, you could put... Yeah. Yeah, well, Chat GPT could keep you going for, <laughs> for millennia, John. Or you and could... maybe it already is, and we just don't know <laughs> it, and
1: we're in it right now. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we're in your head right now. Maybe I'm not even. Maybe I died. Maybe they didn't oh digitize god. me.
0: Oh my god! And you're hanging that?
1: by strings in some coma place somewhere.
0: What was that movie with John Cusack where he, he's? It, it's oh, a man. horror film and he's in, it's a room number and he's in yes. there and he's trying to write and he, and then he thinks he gets out. Well, I don't want to ruin it, but yes, anyway, he, yes. He, yes, 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 um, yes. That's like that. I get up and I, after we finish this, I get up and there's a glitch and I open the door and suddenly I just mm-hmm. see, it. it's like Tron or something out it. <laughs> uh, So we're going to give you an open mic sometime. I'm just going to let you go and Talk about all your, all your thoughts and conspiracies, and I'll just jump in every once in a while. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. All right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I do agree with you. I think living longer is not living better.
0: Right. Right. And, you know, I think it would definitely have consequences if, if you had everybody living to 160. <laughs> that would be like so many more people. You know oh, what I mean? My God. Like, pre-boarding oh. planes for example oh. like like oh everybody you know who needs assistance getting <laughs> yeah, <on. you're> just <laughs> like, oh, half the plane yeah that's yeah. so funny
1: yeah that's kind and, of what and, it's becoming with uh the baby boomers getting old now yeah. oh yeah
0: everybody and they all milk it to try to get on early i can't wait till till i get old oh, god i, I hate it. that where everybody crowds the gate and they yeah. it and their ticket hasn't even been
1: called. It said yeah. Group 4. Are you Group 4? No, I'm not. <laughs> then why are you here?
0: Yeah. Like, look, it's not going anywhere. It's we're not, not going to leave
1: for... till we're all yeah. on. They figured this shit out. Just let us yeah. all get on.
0: I'd love to see it like somebody's so worried about it. and uh, Once they do, everybody does get on before the plane just backs out really quickly. It's off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to wait till the next one. It's like a bus. Uh yeah, and then I was also thinking like just think about like casinos (laughs) casinos and buffets. You have an extra eight billion like hundred year olds going to the casino. Nobody's gonna be enjoy the casinos anymore. Oh. Yeah. We'd have we'd have to
1: start killing people. We'd have to go (laughs) soiling green and start here come the scoops.
0: (laughs) Oh no. Here come the scoops. Oh. It's people. It's people. Uh, and then also, I don't really know who would support this aging technology that will make people stay around longer, except maybe credit card companies and student mm-hmm. loan yeah. student loan
1: people. Yes, you know. which are the biggies.
0: Right, right. Uh, like, okay, yeah. you can't pay it. You, you know, you're, where most of us are paying on our student loans our entire lives anyway. Right. It's like, well, we're going to give you an extra 50 years to pay that off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so Yay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, just to get started talking about aging in general for humans, the, the, uh, history of aging is throughout most of our history, uh, being alive has been a dangerous game and we had diseases, infections, uh, apparently a lot of people died from dental infections, like your, your bad teeth. And then you oh, would swallow really that. And then, oh. Yeah.
1: Oh really? You'd
0: swallow it, the infection, and then it would kill you. Yeah, well, it would get into your system, into your blood, and then you'd have sepsis or yeah, Uh, a lot of accidents, you know, like hunting accidents, Mm -hmm. um, broken bones, and little
1: accidents that could lead to major infections. Like right, right. uh, George Donner, who we talked about the Donner Party, he cut his finger on an axle fixing an axle and died of it. (laughs) Yeah. He died of a cut, cut finger.
0: Yeah. It that's was so dirty then. So right. dirty. It was Everything so
1: dirty, was dirty. And they, yeah. And if you didn't keep it clean and yeah.
0: Yeah. Jesus. And uh, we also had starvation, drought, warfare, and diarrhea. A lot of people died of yes. just, just chronic diarrhea. Yeah. Dysentery.
1: Well, if you've yeah. ever had,
0: yeah, that's just, yeah,
1: that's just horrible. And still.
0: Yeah. Um. So anyway, we didn't live that long historically. Mm-hmm. and in the book by the biology of aging ronald mcdonald uh what? robert mcdonald not okay. ronald <laughs> robert mcdonald <laughs> roger said <laughs> <It's> okay <laughs> he's just he's a clown on this part time he's really a, a very this, uh, this podcast is about to get a lot longer <laughs> <laughs> professor mcdonald <laughs> at least he brings food to all of his classes <laughs> uh but in the biology of aging, Robert McDonald says that between 1500 and 1900 A.D. or C.E., the average lifespan at birth for people in Western Europe and the United States was between 35 and 45 years. Amazing. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. 35 and 45. That was the at birth. I didn't do anything until after I was 35 <laughs> I, I basically
1: learned how to wipe my butt
0: and that yeah. was it yeah oh, and and you God. know when you talk about uh average life expectancy at birth you you also it's a it's averages you know what right. I mean. so you have so some people younger. who would live longer and then but really what was bringing it down uh was all the kids that were dying all the children that were dying. oh right yeah right and, uh, basically, you know, with the kids were, uh, that was where most kids didn't make it beyond age of 10, <laughs> wow. you know what I mean? They were like, wow. um, yeah. And in his book, extra life, uh, Steven Johnson discusses how in the 1660s in London, there were so many people dying that they used to publish a weekly report called the bills of mortality. And you could just go in there and read them to see, like, who died, where they died, what they died wow. of. Yeah. just Why? Just to keep track of your friends and stuff? Yeah, just to see. I mean, they would put it out there. Just, yeah, if you knew them or what was going on. Um, and there was a guy, a merchant, actually, named John Grant, who was really in. He started reading the the bills of mortality, and then he started calculating or keeping track, making tables. Of where in London people died, how old hmm. they were, what they died of, and uh, and he did it just out of curiosity. But now he he's considered one of the fathers of the uh, was it the actuarial science? Wow!
1: Yeah, he led to our. So he's the reason I'm paying what I am for uh, health <laughs> yeah. insurance, life insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch he, he did blunt. it just
0: for he was just trying to track up like where where are people in London dying right now. Uh-huh. Uh, and then there was another guy named. Uh, Lodovic Huygens, who was a Dutchman, who took Grant's tables and then used mathematics on them and came up with statistics and he was actually the guy once in in the Netherlands they started taking all that information and applying it to like life insurance. Wow. Life insurance. Yeah. Wow. Um but to so give you, you have an the idea, the Dutch to blame for that for life insurance. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Uh but one thing Grant noticed uh, was that for every 100 births in London at that time 1660 about 36 of the people died before they were 6 years of old wow 36 wow. out of 100 yeah what a jesus 24 died before reaching the age of 16 jesus and then 15 more before turning the age of 26
1: damn So if you made it to 26, you were, you were sitting pretty,
0: right? Right. But getting to
1: 26,
0: man. And that's the thing with life expectancy on average, once you get older or once people did in the past, even your life expectancy grew larger, like longer, like you were, but you had to get out of childhood Uh because childhood was so dangerous. Wow. Well, that
1: makes sense. You're, you're, you're vulnerable. You're stupid, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't believe I made it to 26. Thinking back on <laughs> the stupid stuff I, I know. did, I know. most of it I with know. you. I know yeah. it's frightening.
0: It's frightening. frightening. Yeah,
1: yeah. You think you're immortal. You're going to try stuff. You're, yeah. you know, it's not going to happen to you.
0: Alcohol is involved usually. Mm-hmm. Something alcohol happens, and doing... stupidity and
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. Um. Stephen Johnson in his book also says that uh, he makes the observation that being a child in the past was to be on the brink of death. God. <laughs> that's that's, how, bad Jesus, that's God. how bad it was. Jesus. My God. Yeah. And in the mid 19th century in New York, <clears throat> childhood mortality was almost 50%. My the,
1: God. Uh, yeah. In New York and, City. Well, hmm. did you see that movie? Uh, what's the one of five points? Uh, oh yeah, the, yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I don't know how accurate that is, but it just looks horrid. Yeah, gangs of New York, gangs, gangs of New
0: York. York. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. And you know, also for a long time, people just treated kids as like little adults. <laughs> you right. Know? There was no like yeah. trying to keep them cleaner. It's like okay, you yeah, know, good you're out luck.
1: of the womb. Time to yeah, get going, see ya. You know? Time to Go make me some money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. my retirement, buddy. <laughs> until you make some for you. <clears throat>
0: And uh, in the 1840s, they say that half of all the deaths in New York were children. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's (laughs) insane.
0: Yeah. And it didn't matter if you were rich or if you were poor. It was up until about 1800. Those mortality rates were the same for everybody. That's interesting.
1: So so hmm. much of it must have been infections and disease. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like smallpox and, yeah. and yellow fever, all the typhoid, like you mentioned, right? Um, and one one person I read actually said that you, in a in a sense, rich people were worse off back then because it was the age of heroic medicine, and oh, that boy. was the the medicine where they would like bleed you or put right. leeches on you, you know. So, so so that caused
1: more damage than than other stuff. Right. Right. Wow. And then they and were giving of, kids like those uh uh they were giving them like opiates and stuff to calm yeah. them down
0: to sleep. Yeah. Like they have a babysitter that kind of... you give your kid like opiates, like a yeah. laudanum or something, you know. Yeah. laudanum. <clears throat> laudanum. I would uh, have liked
1: to try some laudanum back in my day when yeah. I was I wonder Let's what that's a, like.
0: Like a baby. Just mm-hmm. take a little nappy. <laughs> a little night nappy. night. <laughs> <laughs> uh That'd give you more than like strengthening your pelvic floor. That's the way to get a good night's rest. That's right. He (laughs) should, what's his face should be just taking laudanum. I'm not sure, but Johnson uh, in his book talks about George Washington, the father of our country or one of the founders of our country. Uh, His last days when he was sick and he had doctors come in to see him and they bled him of almost 60% of his blood.
1: Jesus, they just have leeches everywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. God. And then uh, after that they then put a, a paste of beef fat and wax with some uh beetle dried beetles in it to kind of Ooh. like create some uh blisters on his neck. Oh yeah, and then they pop those blisters to also try to get the infection out.
1: Oh my yeah. god. And
0: well, then he, uh the dried beetles <laughs> creates a blister? Yeah, it was a type of dried beetle that would uh, cause irritation and causes the skin to blister up. Oh and then they pop God. those blisters. Jesus. Um, they also gave him an enema. Oh <laughs> so boy. It wasn't
1: work- I just imagine, like, you know, General oh, Washington. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> father of the country, roll him over.
0: Yeah, everything. Pop, pop uh, they that made- blister and roll him over. <laughs> it's just so. <laughs> it's the so indignity horrible. at the yeah. end, you know what I mean? Oh. But this is. This is like high-tech medicine at the time, Right, like heroic Ugh. medicine. Uh, they also made him drink molasses and vinegar. Like, get that funnel in
1: there. Ooh. <laughs> like, together? <clears throat> I
0: would, I or, no, I guess they, uh, they made him gargle with molasses and vinegar. Oh. I guess. Yeah. They'd so have to take his wooden teeth out first. <laughs> <laughs> they made him. Uh, and then they also made him, uh, they gave him calomel, uh, which is mercurous chloride to make him throw up. So after all of, of kill, that, did that he, kill they, him? It must, that must have been what killed him. Macry. I don't know. It's it's like it must, he must have been like, just let me go.
1: Don't worry about it. With the yeah. blisters and the butt yeah. stuff and the throwing up, my God! I'm yeah. I, I, <laughs> I helped get this. I kickstart this democracy. Let me rest.
0: <laughs> yeah, like let me go back to. I'm gonna surrender again to the
1: <laughs> yeah. British. Just let me <laughs> out of here. God, I never thought I'd <laughs> want to be back at Valley Forge, but. <laughs> <laughs> at least I, people left me alone yeah
0: yeah no enemas back then I yeah had almost, no food my blood. but also no enemas yeah uh so the, then beginning around the the 1800s life expectancy started to go up and one of the reasons seventeen, eighteen hundreds, 1800s one of the reasons was uh people started to vaccinate for smallpox uh, that you was know. it yep. yeah yeah and uh, people know here
1: we are <clears throat> a century later and we're
0: not vaccinating for smallpox. Right. Well, we what was interesting stupid. in 1813, the, the Congress actually passed uh, the Vaccine Act that encouraged vaccination against smallpox. Mm-hmm. And even then, in the 1820s, you had anti-vaxxers. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I bet. Yeah. People were like, and, wait a <clears throat> minute. Yeah. And they were saying exactly the same thing anti-vaxxers say now. It's like, oh, it's against my personal liberty. And yeah, you know, huh Why would yeah. I take it if I'm not sick? You know? It's uh-huh. it's all exactly the same
1: thing. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. We just deserve <clears throat> we deserve to die, all of us.
0: Yeah. We're just a yeah.
1: terrible, terrible organism.
0: Uh you know what what's also interesting though is that they say one of the reasons uh I mean, George Washington had had smallpox when he was younger and he was very Mm -hmm. pockmarked, but he had survived it. And he insisted that all of the members of the Continental Army get vaccinated for smallpox. Mm. And they think that that's one of the reasons that kind of kept the army together. Wow. Another thing he did. Yeah. Amazing. I didn't Um,
1: know he was was pockmarked.
0: Yeah, they say he had it when he was, uh, he and his brother, he had an older, I think, half-brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, who had also had smallpox. But they said skin, almost everybody everybody had smallpox. There. Right, right. You either you lived know. up, you survived it, or right. you didn't. Right. And they, they always talk about pockmarked, the skin of people pockmarked or something. Mm-hmm. So I guess when you, you had your painting done, you'd be like, hey, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, airbrush out a little of the
1: <laughs> Ixnay on the pockmark, eh?
0: Yeah, yeah. Just kind of smooth it out a little bit. Smooth more. that out a little bit, would you? Um the other thing that, that Johnson says helped our life expect expectancy go up was the chlorination of water. For example. The what? What's
1: that? What do you mean chlorination? Where you, you
0: put chlor- oh, chlor- chlorine. Chlor, chlor, sorry. Yeah, chlorine. Sorry, chlorination. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Well, we're
1: still and, people are still up, upset about that too. I know. I know.
0: And mm-hmm. also better plumbing and toilets uh reduce yeah. the risk of waterborne diseases. That's yeah. <clears throat> I mean, Don't you think
1: the, our our uh, life expectancy would go up if we all used bidets? <laughs> I, I, I feel know. like that's the next step we all have to take. Really? Yeah. 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 Let's tell that guy in Venice. I wonder okay. if he's using a bidet. I'm sure well, if he's there's not, one. <laughs> he's not using the bathroom. He's figuring out a way to stop going to the
0: bathroom. <laughs> I'm sure if there's some way... Uh... I don't know if it would increase our life expectancy, but it certainly make it nicer. Yes. Say.
1: Yes. You know. And a happy, happy guy, happy life.
0: Yeah. Wait, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying. I know, it. I know where you're <laughs> going. I know where you're going. Uh, the other thing, pasteurization of milk, which people don't realize how dangerous wow. it used to be to, to drink milk. There was a lot of bacteria in milk. Yeah. Uh, and you could, it would take forever to get milk to the cities, for example, or, you know, transport it, and there was no refrigeration. Um, Thank God for Louie. Yeah. Could, like, figure figured that yeah. out. And, uh, you know, they say Zachary Taylor, uh, who was president at the time, died in 1850. They think from drinking a bad glass of milk. Oh, my God.
1: Oh. So it was kind yeah. of chunky? <clears throat> Didn't even know. He probably scooped I, out the, uh, oh God.
0: Yeah. I don't know if it was like curdy or, you know, they always talk about how people would also like merchants to kind of make the milk go longer. They would, um, they would like water it down and then put chalk in it to make it look uh, like fresh milk, even though it was oh. all like spoiled. Oh old milk. God. Yeah.
1: Those. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, the other thing that helped lead to higher life expectancy at birth was artificial fertilizers mm. and uh, it would create more food. So it right. a lot of people are, you know, fewer people are dying of starvation. Um, penicillin, obviously, for yeah, infections. Yeah, biggie. Yeah. And then even things like seatbelt laws. Yes. By saving well, we lives know for seatbelt laws. Yeah. Nobody wore seatbelts when I was little. No. No. People were
1: flying through windshields all <laughs> over the place.
0: I remember one time my I was driving with my mom in our Rambler at the time and my mom turned and I still have a distinct memory of me just sliding across the front bench seat, <laughs> the, the door flying open because we had wow. a bum door on it. And wow. my mom just reaching over and grabbing my arm. <laughs> that's amazing and she just kept driving she just yeah. kept driving just pull me right back in not seat belted in or anything
1: my mom used to put her arm out when she'd come to a stop sign <laughs> to keep me from hitting the, oh, with the yeah. dashboard <laughs> remember and, in my and F- we never Fort- had child seats i don't remember no, any no. child
0: seats no uh in my ford falcon remember i had just lapped lap belts and there were times because that was the age where people were already wearing the shoulder belts and I remember just thinking like this thing's not going to no it's not gonna cut you right in half I (laughs) chipped my
1: tooth in that car because of the chrome the chrome around the seats yeah remember that yeah Yeah. that was
0: that thing was a weapon that car
1: that wasn't I just heard
0: that I remember from the back seat hearing like a chunk and then you being (laughs) like spitting something out spitting something the,
1: the crazy thing was is that i didn't go to the dentist we went on and camped out for a couple of <laughs> nights remember yeah, yeah that's the crazy part come on you get your you got
0: 32 teeth or whatever it was my entire front tooth and we just kept yeah. going let me see it now let me see it now is it is it fake is that a yeah. fake one? oh yeah fake? that's fake
1: there's really? like a little fang it's glued to <laughs> and uh it looks hideous it just looks hideous. I've seen it a couple of times, and it's just like the worst thing you've ever seen. It's like yeah. brown, and it's like a little thing, <laughs> like, It looks like a toothpick. And they put glue How- all over it and then glue the fake tooth oh to that. Oh, my God. Isn't that oh crazy? Yeah.
0: How often do you have to have that thing replaced? Very rarely. And in fact, yeah.
1: uh, they it, it's hung on a long time. But I did have to get it replaced right when I got my first big job on Jesse on NBC. Yeah. And I was going to one of the first table reads and they had a temp in my tooth because they were making the new one and it fell out. It popped right out and went down, you know, the little handbrake that cars have, you know, (laughs) in that little rubber thing where (laughs) things can get down in there and went right down in there, (laughs) right down in that floor brake area. And I'm, I have to be at the, at a network television <laughs> show reading. and I'm like, You had the little thing. fang there? You I've got the, little... the fang. No, but I'm trying to get the little uh, tooth out of that yeah. little area in my car using a coat hanger. I had a coat yeah. hanger in my yeah. car, and I'm like trying to <laughs> scoop it out, and I finally got it out and got some uh, denture cream and glued it to my tooth oh and made it to the reading.
0: Oh, oh, my God. Oh, but it was God. just
1: – it was such a great moment because I was like, look, You think you're hot shit, you ain't nothing. (laughs) You're you're just trying to get your little fake tooth out of your
0: Were you still driving that that green Granada that you had? Yes. Yeah. God, what
1: a great car. That was a great car. That car you had to start breaking like a half a mile (laughs) before it stops. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I borrowed that a couple of times. There, there was a lot of play in that wheel. Love, oh, my God. Yeah. Wheel.
1: You could <clears throat> do a full 360 and the car when not start to turn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so anyway, as for now in, in Western Europe and the United States, people can usually expect to live 85 years when they're born. If everything time. goes right. Mm-hmm. And wow. there's a lot of things that, that play into that. Uh, there's a historian called Angus Deaton, and he talks about the Great Divide, meaning that their life expectancies uh, have increased in wealthy nations, yeah, while life expectancy in poorer nations have decreased. Wow. Now they're slowly starting to come up. But when Deaton wrote that, I think 20 years ago, that's, that's mm-hmm. the way it was. Um, He also talks about um, there's a difference that exists between people born in affluent neighborhoods and people born in poor neighborhoods. Interesting. As far as life expectancy. I mean, it
1: makes sense, but I mean...
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, But generally, uh, an American born today has a life expectancy of 85, which compared to... What we were talking about, like 35 to 45, up to yeah. 1900, we literally have doubled, doubled our life expectancy wow. in in a century. In our, like, we have our grandparents' time for people like you and me. I mean, it's, uh, we've seen it happen.
1: I mean, we've got, you know, that means you and I got another 30 years. Remember everything <laughs> we did up to 30? Yeah. We got all that. That's a yeah. lot.
0: I Oof. don't know. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about it? Do you feel fine? Like, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm
1: exhausted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, that's the whole thing before 1900. People would have never got to the point where they were having Alzheimer's or having right, right. cancer, certain cancers or lung disease or, you know, arthritis. Uh, they would have died by, by that time. Right. Right. You know, um, And, you know, people have always looked for a quick fix for, Mm -hmm. for living longer. Like you had Ponce de Leon, went to Florida looking for the fountain of youth. He didn't Um, find it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you know, you also have people who, uh, the alchemists were all looking for the philosopher's stone, which was supposed to give immortality or longer life longevity. Um, and recently, there's been some work done on roundworms. What? Where, yeah, where they've gone in and altered some of the genetic DNA in roundworms. And it's allowed the roundworm to live like an extra three weeks. And how, <laughs> Which is like, how a, long, do,
1: how long <clears throat> do roundworms live normally?
0: Well, it, they say that the three weeks is a 500% improvement on What? Their, yeah. Jesus. Yeah.
1: Wait, what is a roundworm? Is that the thing that's in your butt or is that the thing that's in your dog's head? Or what is that? No, I
0: think it's, I think a roundworm is like uh, just a tiny little worm that you, I I think they feed them to fish or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Mm, I wasn't expecting you to ask that question. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I thought that the the 500% increase in life expectancy is a I'm round more worm. disturbed about these
1: roundworms.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think you're talking about a ringworm, you know, ringworm. Oh God, that's don't, it. Ooh, God. don't run through a puddle with your shoes off during the summer. You'll, you'll, get, <laughs> you'll get ringworm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think, you know, people who study uh, age related diseases and aging, they think that people are looking for that quick cure. They're yeah. hoping that someday we'll be able to go in and genetically alter something to make our, ourselves live longer yes and in an f- article called biological theories of aging edward snyder said that the theories of biological aging usually fall into two different camps and there's a camp that says well biological aging is determined by inherent genetic programming mm-hmm. and that's the genetic theory meaning that we have like a, a built-in uh, time limit yeah, yeah. interesting. And, <clears throat> then there's also those that feel that aging is the result of random assaults on our cellular and genetic material uh, from both our internal and external environments.
1: Okay, Meaning, and that's what what's his face <clears throat> over in Venice is trying to prove. Right, right. He's like, I'm exactly. gonna I'm gonna control what I can control. So it's it all comes back to nature nurture. Yeah, it's basically, it's all everything's nature nurture
0: are well, we born
1: it, with it or do is it because of how we are how we yeah how we
0: live well it's uh in the biology of aging mcdonald also says that biological age aging occurs in accordance with the same physical laws that cause all matter in the universe to decay over time the laws of thermodynamics mm. so he's just like he's kind of on on the second school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Born with what we have. And then it's the environment starts working on us. us. Yes. It starts to entropy. It all comes down to entropy again. And like, Mm -hmm. we're all the matter, even us are, we're trying to go to disorder or randomness. Yes. System that that's us. And, and so he says that there's no one cause of aging. So that's what makes it so hard when people are trying to solve aging is because we're all responding. We, we're born with our DNA, our genetic material. But then after that, it's everything we do. Like some of us smoke, some of us yes. eat, some of us exercise, mm-hmm. some of us don't exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he says that's what has. It's hard to come up with a, a theory of aging that fits everybody because we're all experiencing this life in a different way. Because
1: reality as we know it is all aging. And it's yeah. all, yeah, that's really interesting. That makes sense. Yeah. I like that. Yeah.
0: And he says there, there's definitely no, in his mind, and maybe they'll come up with something. I think the DNA and the genetic research will probably deal more with how do you solve these age related diseases like cancer or like Alzheimer's, but it's not really programming us to live longer right
1: you're just plugging some hole but there's that just makes it more likely that something else is going to attack
0: right and he makes a a good point of like if it was programmed into our dna and if aging was nothing but evolution Mm. from an evolutionary standpoint there's no reason for us to uh live longer than it takes us to reproduce Yeah, and see our children reach an age where they can reproduce.
1: You and I are perfect examples of that. We
0: serve (laughs) no purpose. I
1: know. Our hunting and gathering is over. We can't make any kids. Our hunting and gathering is over. We're done.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what are we doing here? You know, you always see the ads on TV where it's like an older couple. (laughs) Usually it's a Viagra ad or something, you know, but they're like, holding hands and they're going out Ooh. and they're they're. or what's the other one where they're in the the two bathtubs out in the middle of the woods i know so i hate that one
1: how would you get out there i yeah. hate that one
0: and then but really there's no evolutionary <laughs> reason for yeah. that you know what yeah, i mean look
1: at us we're making a
0: podcast that's i know all we're built for we're down to that.
1: <laughs> look what we've, we've look got. What's to us? This is this is all we can add to society. Entropy.
0: It's all entropy. <laughs> it's all coming apart. It's true. Uh, so what's, what? What McDonald says, and like what a lot of aging researchers say, is that aging becomes a very individual process, mm-hmm. meaning that we're all going through it in our own way. And it's mm. very hard to say uh, define aging by just a chronological age mm-hmm. or a chronological number of years, because some of us will, you know, be younger for a certain point And then other, you know, we're all just yeah. depending on how we're interacting with the environment. That's going to affect how, how we age. Um, but then when we do start, if we do increase aging, uh, there's additional problems that come with it. And uh, they talk about the mental, spiritual, and social problems. Yes. That come with living longer. Yeah. And uh, there's a guy named Thomas Cole who's written a book called The Journey of Life, A Cultural History of Aging in America. And he talks about how old age was used to be one of those expected stages of life. Hmm. You know. Like we, we would always say like, you have that age of being a child then a mm-hmm. young adult and then married man or woman. Um, and he says that, uh, the Puritans actually encouraged all of their believers to seek spiritual strength and personal growth by accepting that frailty that comes with growing old. Mm. So it was all part of, you, you just accept it. We all knew that we were going to get older. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And since the mid 19th century, what Cole says is uh, Americans have come to view aging not as a fated aspect of our individual and social existence, but as one of life's problems uh-huh. to be solved through willpower.
1: Yeah. Like what's happening in Venice with that. Dude. I know. I know. He's just I like, mean, this I was... know. I'm going to fight the unfightable, the unwinnable.
0: Right. Right. And uh the other thing that Cole says is that now we see aging as a medical problem and we yeah. think it can be cured through medicine. Yes. You know, so we've gotten yes. away from this idea of like, well, yeah, we all grow old. We we're, we're all going to accept that we grow old. Now it's like an individual failure almost yeah. if you grow old or your right. body begins to break down. Right. Right. Yeah. I love that. I mean, cuz yeah, I mean,
1: what's it's the ultimate uh, it's the ultimate spiritual opportunity. is yeah. And you know, and you see this with people. And I've met people who have been at peace when they, when they die, you know?
0: Yeah. And it's yeah. a
1: beautiful, it's an amazing thing to see. Yeah. But then most people are just like, no, nah! you know, just yeah, scratching yeah. and clawing.
0: And, um. I wonder we will have to, I, I try to keep this separate from, Death, because I yeah. think we need to do uh, a show on death. Yeah, uh, but but really, this is because aging is something. Death is one one time. Yeah, <laughs> I right. think somebody I read actually said that they go, you know, uh, aging is one event, or I mean, d- death is one event, but aging is like a long process to get yeah. to, to. Which basically it
1: starts the minute you're you know you're uh,
0: you come yeah. out
1: you you start to die the minute you're born.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um in 1975, uh, Robert Butler, who's a doctor, won the Pulitzer Prize uh, with a book called Why Survive? <laughs> Being Old in America. Mm. And that was 50 years ago. And reading it, you still see nothing's changed. In 50 years, we're still dealing with the same thing. Mm. And uh, he says, and again, he says, for many elderly Americans, old age is a tragedy, a period of quiet, dis- quiet despair, deprivation desolation and muted rage yeah jesus christ yeah and he talks about the depression that comes from losing your freedom losing yeah. control of your body your mind and the anxiety that comes from having limited finances yeah so so you know you think about oh yeah somebody may have two million dollars to stay alive but what about everybody else you yeah what i mean yeah if we're going to start living to 160, how are we going to pay, pay for, for ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to live another 80 years just to be, like, worrying about paying my bills. This, <laughs> I
1: mean, this podcast ain't going to do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's not. You told me it would.
1: It will. It will. Don't worry. Let's <laughs> I get the merch set up.
0: Uh. There's a, a French writer called Marc Auger who, who wrote like a really great book. It's very small, but it's called Everyone Dies Young. And he's hmm. an academic and a, I think he must be a philosopher. But it's very, very brief, probably because he knew, he knew his readers didn't, didn't have yeah. much time. You know? <laughs> That's pretty cool. I like the title. Yeah. But he says that solitude uh, is said to be one of the cruelest afflictions of old age. And you cannot age for long without witnessing many close friends growing distant or disappearing. Yeah. Well, that's already started, you know, like we
1: have friends who are, it kind of starts coming on and you start to see like, Ooh, I had a shrink who said, uh, yeah, getting old isn't, isn't for the, uh, the faint of heart. He's like, it's hardcore." Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think you, uh, and I see that with, with like my mom and, and like other people I know, my, my in-laws, like a lot of their friends are passing away and you just begin to see like your whole social circle, you begin to lose it, you know? And, yeah. and again, I don't know if, you know, living longer, say for example, you add another 50 years to your life, if that would really change, like that feeling is still going to be there when you reach right. that time, you know no what I mean? Where you
1: are it you're still you.
0: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're just prolonging the, the, Period, you know, before mm-hmm. you feel that. Um, yep. I think uh, who is it, Milan Kundera? Who's the guy who wrote the the incredible lightness of being? I can't. Remember. Oh, um, what's that guy's yeah. name? Anyway, <laughs> he he passed away this. Not yeah, too, he yeah he recently died. Is it Kundera? Am I? Uh, uh, That's it. Uh, well, anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want to...
1: He said something, uh,
0: I was reading one of his obituaries this week, and he said something that like, you don't have, life doesn't have any second drafts. hmm. And so I think maybe by, you know, yeah, we we don't have second drafts, but by trying to prolong our lives, maybe we're just going to keep writing. You know what I mean? We're just going to make this. Uh, the infinite jest or something of, of right. It's
1: still, you know. the, it, it, it's still the, it's still the, it's still going to be a
0: movie. Uh, yeah. It's just, you're yeah. just
1: stretching it out.
0: Right. Longer right. ain't just, better. I'm just going to keep writing. I'm not going to end just, There's no yeah, ending just in this. Keep thing. going, keep going. Uh, So anyway, I, to me, after researching this and thinking about it, I mean, there are a few things um I think about with aging now. And that is, you know, one of the reasons uh, we, we grow old and die is to make room for those people coming behind us. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And there used to be a reason why they made people retire was so that you would open up jobs for those guys behind you or women behind you who are trying to support their families. You know, you couldn't stay in that job forever.
1: See, now you're talking, now you're hitting the sweet spot for me because yeah. it's not about you, you know, this, right, this, right. this, this gentleman in Venice, you know, it's, it, he says it's about he's trying to help all of us, but really it's just about him. Yeah. He just wants, and, and there's a selfishness to
0: that. Yeah. Uh, that it's, is- um, yeah. Like if somebody stay, like if we're living to 160 and then somebody stays in their job to 130 uh <laughs> what Christ. about the guy what about the 80 year old that's an upstart 80 year old who's trying to get ahead in the world you know what i mean <laughs> uh the other thing somebody mentioned was that you know older people are traditionally they become more we become more conservative as we get older mm, and, and that's and, not true for you <laughs> yeah that's like, I'm going, entropy man
1: entropy <laughs> you're going the uh, other direction
0: yeah but they you know, and then I'm thinking about, well, what will happen if we have like more 150 year olds <laughs> hanging around? You know, oh, it'd be like boy. somebody that was born in 1870 still hanging out, trying to talk to us about like what, oh. you know, what we should do with, you know, our culture, what, what our culture should be. Yeah. Um My kids are and, already rolling their eyes at me, you know. Imagine, know. <laughs> imagine another 80 years of that. <laughs> Jesus. 80 years of you talking about like, well, when, yeah. did you see the Seinfeld where, you know, <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. Uh, and then all the extra people, like we would have so many extra people around. Yeah. Like you think it's yeah. hard trying to get a like dental appointment or a, a medical appointment now. Just wait until <laughs> we have like another five is going to be just yeah. packed. it already is. <laughs> A bunch oh. of 100, 150 year olds driving around oh, out there. You know get out mean? of
1: the diamond lane.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then also, I mean, finally, uh, just the mental—like, it's got to be depressed. Like, you would have to have enough money to stay alive to one hundred and sixty. See, that's
1: the thing. It's gonna—the poor people are still gonna die at the same yeah. rate, but the—it's the, the rich that are gonna live longer. And then yeah. you're just going to have hmm. that sort of mindset that was successful at gaining money, but not necessarily successful at, oh, I don't know, empathy yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. or qualities yeah. like that. So you've got these uh, uh, people that, that, that are living longer and they're the ones that represent just a slice of who we are and what we stand yeah. for. And you don't have any of the – and also, also, you ain't stopping gravity. So you may yeah. live to 150, but you're going to be sagging.
0: <laughs> you can't stop
1: that. Yeah. yeah. You're still, gravity's going to continue to pull that scrotum down to the ground.
0: <laughs> your face looks like a 17-year-old, but your scrotum will give <laughs> You away. You can, you can slice
1: night. and dice and nip and tuck all yeah. you want. <laughs> God. You
0: go out to the pool in your shorts. People are going <laughs> to go. Yeah, uh, your balls are still in your hotel room. <laughs> I I was thinking the same thing, John, about who is it? I mean, it's going to be rich people that can afford it, like part of the yeah. 1%. And all it does is give certain individuals more time to consolidate their wealth and mm-hmm. their businesses that they won't give up.
1: Right.
0: And then I'm like, what about everybody else? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what future will there be when there's like... <laughs> Some hundred and seventy-year-old owns everything. Yeah, You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, and the problem with the with people who are good at at gaining wealth and consolidating wealth is only one aspect of what a human does. Like, yeah. those people yeah. aren't inventing the most incredible guacamole you've ever tasted. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like, they're or writing this play or or painting this painting or whatever. Yeah. You know, they they're good at, at accumulating wealth and finding markets and all of whatever that is. Uh, but they're so that so that the culture is going to be top loaded with these people who <laughs> are good at, at sucking off of the culture, but not good yeah. at creating yeah. the culture. Uh, so, yeah. it's, oh, boy, I'm glad we're dying soon.
0: I'm going to take it
1: <laughs> <Yeah. out> right <laughs> yeah, after we this. we got to come around
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay we kind of came full circle huh? like yeah like oh yeah i'd like to live a little longer and now it's like, yeah. oh, I'm no, not uh-uh. no i'm ready <laughs> i uh i always love uh movies like the hunger or highlander yeah where they they show like the immortal or the the vampire who you see how sad it is like yes. they had to go through all of this loss over and over again. Over like they've seen the same with a
1: vampire is another yeah. one. Yes. Yeah. The hidden is a fantastic
0: movie. If you haven't it? seen it out there. I oh. haven't seen that one. I don't think I can't oh. remember the hidden.
1: Oh, but. the hidden, it, the, it, this great opening scene where this old dude is listening to heavy metal, driving a Ferrari and gets machine gunned down. Oh my God. <laughs> <It's> so great. <laughs> Highly recommended.
0: it. Yeah. Um, so I, to me, that's a much more realistic, or that's an idea of immortality I can mm-hmm. relate to of like the sadness of, that must come with it yes, or wherever you age. go,
1: there you are. Yeah. And, uh, you still got to deal with loss. You got to deal with all of that stuff and being around longer doesn't mean less of that. It means more of it
0: right right because you'd have to have all of your friends and family they would have to be there and i'm not sure if i want to live to 160 unless like mary's there or you're there or somebody there's no chance i'm gonna be i'm gonna i'm gonna have your robot hologram. Well, yeah, maybe Don't if i
1: download me. i'm gonna download myself hey. we're going
0: <laughs> we have, to. We'll you have doing? to uh we'll have to deep fake you so i can keep doing this podcast after you're done uh, it may already be. I'm going to be honest with you. It's already happened. I'm not even here. <laughs> I'm a deep yeah. fake. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, Atul Gawande wrote a really good book called Being Mortal. And it's it's not a long, but great book. But he talks about uh, issues of quality of life. And, and talks about instead of, you know, like trying to live longer or like fight you know, aging or whatever, we should be more focused on what it? Is, how can we maintain a quality of life? And yeah. when do we finally reach that point where we say, okay, enough, we, we don't have a quality of life. Yeah. And and once again, I, I just feel like, yeah, you can prolong it, but eventually you're going to go through it. No matter yeah. what, you're just writing that endless novel or, you know, that yep. endless draft. So, yeah. anyway.
1: Yeah, well, I, although we're gonna be digitized and then live forever,
0: oh that's a ins-
1: whole yeah. crazy thing yeah but we'll I be inside to... a, a a machine somewhere yeah you know but we and won't then... know it we'll still yeah do you think we would stuff. know we we'd have I mean, Oh. Maybe we'd make programs to make us not realize because people. I, still... I don't know
0: i still say it's going to be uh credit card companies <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's doing low, load they'll my have figured everything out yeah <laughs> my consciousness is in a, a you know a circuit board but it's still making money it's still working in a <laughs> call center somewhere okay John. well
1: wonderful you've done it again you've done well, it again that was wonderful I hope... enjoy the
0: time we have i we're guess we're both what... going to
1: live longer than our dads i bet i'm, I'm yeah. putting that out there i think both the oh. both we're, we're
0: gonna we're gonna make it longer don't jinx us. Don't jinx yeah. us on that.
1: If it, I
0: bet everything <laughs> on them. <laughs> you know, it, there's a part of me that's like, yeah. And then there's a part of me that's like, you know, like, you know, life is like a tennis court, a time limit at a tennis court or like a laundromat or something. It's just like, you yeah, know somebody's what?
1: Somebody's waiting to get their clothes in the dryer. <laughs> yeah,
0: let somebody else have a chance. Yeah. Let somebody yeah. else have the planet.
1: Yeah. I like that. That's a great way yeah. of looking at it.
0: All right, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. And, and if you've enjoyed this podcast and found it interesting, uh, please tell a friend about it. And yes. if anything, uh, listening to this podcast will uh, help give you something to talk about when you're <laughs> when you go out. You can always
1: pull something out and talk That's about right. it. And and it'll live forever, so you can listen to us on your
0: deathbed. Yeah. You yeah. know, we'll still be there. <laughs> Welcome. <go on. laughs> this is uh oh. human
1: number two, John Lear.
0: And this is human number one, John McCrae. And as always, if you have a topic or question you feel humanity needs to know about, please let us know. And thank you so much, everybody. Enjoy the time we have. Yes. Enjoy the time we get have. Get out there. Yeah. Have no regrets. No, no. regrets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. Love you, man. Talk to you. Love you. Later. you. Bye.